Hello, Galaxy. Chris Perillo here with a story. Let me go ahead and regale you with the time that I decided to leap into the world of Google and wound up drowning. Today, as everybody who wasn't me seemed to be celebrating their new iPhone 10 and being happy with that choice, I was dealing with Google's so-called customer support. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. I have been uh, running a bit behind in terms of the publishing schedule, but I'm getting better at it. Let me go ahead and begin by saying welcome to everybody watching me live on the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Chris Perillo. We have a few people in here who happen to be uh, subs. Thank you for that. As a sub, you get access to the Discord chat room. Discord's open 24-7 for everybody. And we have people in Discord right now, too. Not just subs, but patrons. You can become a patron of mine by heading over to patreon.com slash Perillo. I just wrapped a recording of the Locker Gnome Daily Report after having wrapped a previous non-live recording of my uh, iPhone 10 initial impressions, having tried one in-store. The bulk of tonight's live TLDR broadcast was about my experience with Google today. Last night, I noticed a smudge of sorts, like a kind of a scratch or a scrape, but you only saw it at a certain angle. Like it was underneath the actual surface, kind of. Because when you look at the phone from one angle, you can't see anything wrong with it. Like at all. Like there's nothing wrong with it. But then you look at it from another angle and there's something clearly wrong with it. It's not the surface. It's just below the surface. I, I could not have made this scratch. There's no chance I could have done this. Zero chance. I refuse to believe it. So I, you know, tried the little, you know, a, 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 like a screen test, and it seems that the, the coating itself was off. And I'm like, dude, I've treated this so well. I haven't used any liquids. It's only been two weeks. You know, I mean, I, I, I you know, clean these things very carefully. If I do, I wipe them off with a clean shirt, a cotton shirt. I know how to treat glass. I know how to treat devices. You know, if I put it in a pocket, it's not with other things like keys or change or anything like that. I'm careful. I'm very careful with my devices. So I decided to use the built-in chat feature on uh, the, uh, the, the, the Pixel. You go into like a help support area. And live chat has a horrible uh, error message. Like when I tried to do it last night, it was too late at night, it turns out. And I didn't find that out in the app itself. I had to, you know, basically Google it. And it says chat's only open from this time to that time. I'm like, well, the chat just basically doesn't do anything. It just kind of times out. It just says, sorry, busy right now. Come back later. Well, that doesn't help. It's a very unhelpful error message. But then again, Google's customer support has been very unhelpful in my experience. One of my bigger stresses in terms of using a Google product was specifically, you might remember having to deal inevitably with customer service. And this was a horrible first uh, experience. Not because the agent was off. I thought the agent did a great job. She was fantastic. But in terms of the results, I'm not happy. So I go back and forth with customer service. I provide pictures. I explain. I say this, I say that, I say the other thing. And effectively, I'm, I'm uh, you know, waiting for them to talk to engineering, and engineering comes back later in the afternoon saying, uh, yeah, this is normal wear and tear. For two weeks. Using a product for two weeks. 
and this is normal wear and tear. This this seemingly uh, this 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 uh, this smudge that I can't eliminate from the screen. Not a, not a deep scratch. Not a gash. Like a smudge that seems to be below the surface of the screen. Seemingly, like you can't. Like I look at it at this angle and you can't see it. Like how is this my fault? How is this my problem? But Google, effectively, now that I'm past two weeks, basically says, yeah, it's normal wear and tear. I'm like, I don't think it is. But it's it's the the onus is on me to prove them wrong. That's not how good customer service should work. What they should have done is basically said, all right, we'll send it in. We'll send you a new one. We'll take a look at it. I'm not making it up. I mean, imagine I sent it in. There was nothing wrong. We're talking two weeks of use, but definitely not heavy, like in terms of like marring products accidentally or intentionally. That's frightening. I mean, the the uh, Pixel 2 XL has been slagged again and again for one hardware problem after the next. This is not something that can be fixed in software. And it's definitely a problem. But it's my problem. Which is very difficult to accommodate. So for Google to effectively tell me that I'm on my own is a little angering. That's how I feel. Angry. That I'm to blame for a hardware problem. And I do believe it's a hardware problem. The screen is not everything it's cracked up to be. It's not cracked. And apparently I'm not the only one who's had this issue. I have discovered through my own you know, research that someone has had a similar issue with a pre-production LG V30 which shares the same screen as the Pixel 2 XL, by the way. Similar issue, within a week's time. Makes you kind of wonder. So if he had that issue, and I had that issue, how many other people had that issue? Well, I'm glad you asked, even if you didn't. Someone found, and they tweeted this to me, and I ended up retweeting it. Uh, on the 24th of October, someone says, a Pixel 2 XL screen already scratched, soft screen. And someone else saying in that thread, I'm also having problems with inexplicable scratches. That was three hours ago. Phone has been in the case since it was removed from the box, never dropped or anything. And we're having these problems? But Google doesn't want to back it. Google's not interested. Google's wanting to blame me. So I'm effectively left with this. A thousand dollar mistake. That's uh, effectively what uh, is uh, the, the bulk of my Pixel 2 XL review. It's everything I would hope for in a software experience, or could hope for, it's not perfect. It's definitely janky. It's definitely, animations are, are far from optimized. My review effectively boils down to a rather horrific customer service outcome around hardware they already know to be subpar. They know it. No one's sitting there saying that the screen is amazing. They're saying just the opposite. They're saying it ain't uh, ain't worth using. I don't feel bad at all. I mean, I, I feel like I've effectively been swindled. That I'm I'm now left to effectively prove Google wrong. Not that that's a daunting task. But what's so concerning is. Not just the outcome of this issue, but worrying about the outcome of future issues. 
what happens when I run into another issue? Just get swept aside? I get blamed? You know, what happens then? I don't know. No one can answer that question. No one knows. But I can tell you one thing I wouldn't want to do, and that is interface with customer service, their first line of defense. I documented as, as well as I could. In fact, after this, I'm probably going to be posting more pictures to better show that there's no way I did anything to the screen. There's zero chance in the reflections. There's no chance I did anything to the screen. It just doesn't add up. And I apologize as I'm moving the mic, but it's, it's there sometimes and not there other times. How does that work? I don't know how I feel in terms of where I go from here. I want to return it, yes. But I'm also wanting one to replace it. Every single device out there today is subpar. I do not see a single product right now that would give me everything I might want in a device right now across the board. This isn't a Google thing. This isn't an Apple thing. This is just a thing. There's nothing that stands out. So I have to choose the least of all evils. And right now, unfortunately, the Pixel 2 XL is the least of the evils that I see in front of me. These major shortcomings. Despite how convenient it could have been, Google effectively, they burn themselves. I'll make light of the issue. I will continue to push this out until I get to a resolution that I believe is, is, is appropriate. I don't believe this is my fault. I really genuinely don't. If I dropped it, if I did something else to it, if I did you know anything of the like... I, I would understand. I would I wouldn't have a leg to stand on. You know, if I dropped it, certainly I'd be like, oh I dropped it, you know. But none of that happened. If I did anything, it would have been certainly on carpet, nothing that would have caused any kind of scratch. And it, it, that, what's so bizarre is like I said, it's you can't see it on the surface. You have to look at it in a certain way. I know some people's solution would be, well, don't look at it that way. That's unfortunately not how it works. You can't unsee something very easily, or at least I can't. Maybe you're blessed. Maybe you can. Other people had recommended screen protectors. I was looking for a screen protector, you might remember, at least on Twitter. I, I, I'd yet to found uh, have found any screen protector that was available that I could use. The reviews that I saw from a variety of sources just weren't uh, stellar. I'm like, well, I don't really want to waste my money on something that's not going to work well. That wouldn't make me happy at all. But I, I effectively have to protect this device from itself. <laughs> this is, Somehow it's my responsibility. I'm not expecting these things to be tanks or rugged in any way, shape, or form. I just want to know that two weeks in, I'm not going to feel like I'm going to be strapped to it for the next year. Now that I've 
done more than just dip my toes into the waters of Android, specifically Oreo, specifically 8.1, specifically on the Google Pixel 2 XL, I, I will tell you, it would be insanely difficult to go back to iOS. It is difficult when I go back to using iOS now. Uh, iOS certainly does still work, but iOS's quirks are just irksome to me. Have been for quite some time. I find I can get the same thing done in a faster capacity on my Android device than I can on iOS. So it's not that I can just you know, grit my teeth and, and, and see this experience through and, and, and go back to iOS. I, I don't think it's that simple, unfortunately. I also don't want to let Google get away with what they're doing. This is not how they should be doing things if they're intending on being taken seriously in the consumer electronics space. It's just the opposite. That's what keeps me coming back to a company even when I have a problem is knowing that I'm going to be taken care of. I have no assurances that I'm going to be taken care of with Google. And mind you, again, that was an issue that I figured would come up. I was right. It came up sooner than I was hoping for, certainly sooner than I was expecting. So I, I don't know where we are in this particular leg of the journey. I'm going to be pushing for a replacement. If, if I was smart, I'd get a refund and try another device. But I'm a glutton for punishment. It's, it's why I say the things that I say, how I feel the way I feel. I, I don't have many choices right now. We all, in my estimation, don't have a lot of choices right now. They're all subpar for different reasons. I'm probably the absolute worst uh, um, so-called techie. I don't really like that label. Person who talks about this kind of thing that you've ever listened to because I just don't praise it. I don't like it. I tolerate it. How many times have I said I tolerate this stuff? I don't love this stuff. This is one of the reasons why. It's, 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 it's fraught with problems. Some of them get solved and then new problems crop up in, in this never-ending cycle where you just want something to work. And let me tell you, the older you get, the more you need something to just work. You're tired of futzing around. And maybe that's my frustration is that I, I feel I've already lost productivity on this. The, the, the more time I have to spend on something that I just wish I didn't have to spend time on, the more frustrated I get. So it's, 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 it's not simple. And I'm choosing my path of shortcomings, knowing full well what they are. Yeah, I've, I've lived with other shortcomings long enough. I've seen other shortcomings up close to know that they would just drive me bonkers. I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing with the Pixel Book. Unbox that live last night. I've got a lot to say about it. A lot of criticisms. I don't think it's anywhere near worth the price that they're asking at all. 
maybe worth about half as much. But generally, that said, I do like it. It is something that I do believe can work, will work. I know that others are going to have you know, radically different experiences, and that's fine. I know there are plenty of Chromebooks out there, but I like what Google's trying to do with this. Enough to you know, try it now and, and hopefully keep using it indefinitely. Not without its shortcomings, though. I just wish, I wish I knew what was happening. Not just product roadmaps, but if I was an engineer, I could better troubleshoot these things. Provide better information when I'm on with customer service. Or filing a bug report, which I've certainly done. I don't enjoy doing it, but I want a better product. I want it to be ready. By the time I'm ready to use it, I want it to be fully baked. No one eats cookies halfway. You feel me? Anymore, I feel like a beta tester. It's not one I want to spend my life doing. I try to find the path of least resistance. The simplest way to get something done. So I'm always looking to optimize workflows, which speaks to my uh, impressions of Android, specifically in relation to iOS and productivity. I think Android, in this experience, minus the, the time that I've wasted dealing with these problems, hardware problems by and large, uh, the, the Android experience has been a far more uh, productive experience for me. Maybe not for everybody. Today I recorded another video in the Chris Perillo YouTube channel that I thought I did a pretty decent job with. Unfortunately, I think I kind of messed it up. <laughs> I basically went and uh, uh, uploaded the video thinking, okay, I recorded it on the Pixel 2 XL, used the external mic, and wound up, uh, uh, I thought, doing a good job, at least getting a white balance uh, during the actual uh, recording. And then I uploaded it, and when I uploaded it, I'm like, well, maybe I'll just pop it. You know, maybe I'll give it a little pop, because you can apply a filter before you upload. So I did that. And the result was absolutely horrific. <laughs> like, it was really bad. I'm like, oh, that did not work at all. That was my mistake. I should not have uploaded it like that. Luckily, I could uh, effectively uh, reverse it somewhat with uh, uh, YouTube's built-in tools. Um, it's, it still doesn't look perfect. I think I did a better job out of the gate uh, in recording it. Uh, I also screwed up the, the microphone placement and trying to keep the microphone, the external microphone, kind of uh, you know, tight. Uh, I used a, uh, the, uh, uh, the lavalier again, even though I do have a new uh, Rode shotgun, uh, a video mic me. I just need to figure out uh, what's the the prime placement for it. But to me, these these things are simple. I'm just looking for the the simplicity of uh, of, of production or for production. 
I'd rather use a built-in mic, certainly. It, it's not as high quality. And unfortunately, I mean, that's on every device. There still has to be tweaking afterwards. I'm just looking for the, the best possible solution for me so that I don't have to jump through all these hoops to get something done. I aim for better productivity, not less. Less is more in many cases, especially as far as productivity is concerned in time that I can't get back. Thank you for spending your time with me. I do appreciate it, especially if you have become a sub or a patron or done Super Chats live on YouTube. Those are awesome. Thank you for hanging out with me in Discord. Thank you for our, all your patience. I do, I do truly appreciate that. Discord's actually hopping with a lot of activity. We, we have a lot of solid people in there. Good people. Across the board. We all may not agree with each other all the time, but I'd say that for the most part, we're, we're a good group of people in there. You can join by becoming a uh, patron or a sub. Pretty simple to do. I've talked about where you can basically become a patron or a sub, or I assume you would know by now. I could be completely wrong. <laughs> Maybe you don't know. Patreon.com slash Chris Perillo. I was waiting for you to say it. Subs.twitch.tv slash Chris Perillo. Yeah, they, they put a new URL out there. It's a little bit of a, uh, a URL to, to talk through. I think they could have made it a bit more clean. But it's a simple process to do, becoming a sub or becoming a patron. I also have to remember to uh, take the uh, TLDR broadcast and uh, pump it out as an MP3 that I can share with the patrons. Patrons get their own RSS feed to use as a, an exclusive uh, podcast feed, so I try to remember to put TLDR in there as I am putting this podcast out for everybody. A lot of free stuff for everybody. I love you. I appreciate you. But at this point, I'm going to leave you to your own devices. And may the Force be with you.